Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour of the year here uh, for us. Patrick, hang on one yeah, second. Patrick, I got you. Uh, uh, and we'll get to you. Yeah, I got you because I want to hear what you got to say, Patrick. But, you know, I was so upset. I was cross as two sticks oh, I hate about, that, that, about that tweet earlier about ESPN uh, flexing the Kings out. Well, they really flexed the Rockets out. Yeah. But still, we, we caught a stray. Yeah, we did. And I said, oh, no. ESPN, you're going to pay what you owe. You're going to show, hey, say what's your price. You oh, owe me something. Wow. You back it up. You can <laughs> hold my eyes. Now, now they say you owe me something. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo, y'all yo, owe me. Y'all yeah. owe me. Know so, that. They don't know. They went outside. No, they that. went outside. Yeah, they they went outside, man. I think that was Ricky's at the time too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> sidelines as well. Downstairs. <laughs> Downstairs. <laughs> um, but I, I did the work for them. I went through their Fridays and Saturdays and Wednesdays. And they better give us a game back. And let me tell you about this. What you think about Kings at Lakers? I don't have the date here, but Kings at Lakers on a Wednesday. In for T-Wolves at Nuggets. T-Wolves at Nuggets is the ESPN game. Flex that crap out of there and give us Kings versus Lakers on a Wednesday. What do you think about that? I'm fine with it. All right. I'm not watching the Minnesota Timberwolves play. No. I'm, no. I'm, a, Sorry, I'm, man, I'm man. mad because my dumbass thought that they might actually compete. It's not your fault. Be good. It's not your fault. It's it is Bears. my fault. It's Gobert's fault. It is my fault. Everything's Gobert's no, fault. No, but I should know better. Yeah. I should know better than to think he was going to be able to do anything in that, in, 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 on that team. Do anything but get dunked on. Here, um, how about this one on March 29th? Kings at Blazers instead oh, yeah. of instead of T Wolves at Suns. Yep, get them the hell out of there. And then I was like, well, we don't need just Wednesday. What about a Friday joint? Well, Friday, Kings at Clippers for Nets at Bulls, February 24th. Yeah, the Bulls ain't gonna be make that happen. Good win. The by Nets the Bulls might not night. be. The Nets might not have lost no, by that game. So have. there's a there's a <laughs> they might be going. For there 30, could be some there could be some historic ramifications to that game. So we might want to leave that one yeah. in there for now. So and then Nets may never lose again. And then on I think this is a Friday late in the season. Now here's the thing that I think ESPN does on purpose. For the last like three four weeks, they don't have any games on their schedule, and I think that's for they can pick and choose what they want to do. Sure. Warriors at Kings, April 7th. That's oh, on a Friday man. night. There's that needs a, to happen. There's a sketchy story to that game. Well, no, it, it's for me. There's a there's a concert that I bought tickets to that night. Boys to Men at the venue in, in Thunder Valley. Oh, wow. And I had to give those. Big, that's a big, big balling right there. It's, I know what it's, it's I know boy, what they're doing out there. It, no, it, but it's boys to men in 2022. It's not Bruno <laughs> Mars. Like don't don't do that. Like I lo- I, I and and it, I like boys to men. That's why I I I got the tickets, but yeah. it it was also like you know there's a, there's a scenario where I can't go to this game cuz that's mm. the last home game of the season. Mm. And it there there could be ramifications to that game. Yeah. So yeah, you might have to let it snow on boys to men and go to the yeah, go to those, go to the Kings. Those tickets may be going elsewhere. <laughs> and then, I of course, think, I bought them. And then it was like, you know, I should look at the schedule. And oh, it's the Warriors. Oh, great! Oh, it's the last home game of the oh. season. Good, you really, really nailed this gift. Uh, well, got to do what you got to do, though. Oh, you yeah. do got to do what you got to do. Someone will be happy. Um, and then on Sunday, Kings at Nuggets, April 9th. Now here's the killer. Nuggets. Here's here's the killer. 
except for Warriors and Kings. And this is where ESPN, you you owe us big time. You owe you better make up for this in a major way. None of these games that I mentioned are games at the Golden One Center. Mm. I can't believe they took. I can't believe they took the one ESPN game off for Suns and Nuggets mm. for probably the forty seventh time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Matter of fact, they need to put us on Saturday. Put us on ABC. Make it up that way. They were on national. They TV were on national night. television once. They 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 lit it up on national TV and changed the Nets' entire season. The Nets <laughs> right. have lost like once since getting annihilated at the Golden One Center. The, night, the, the Nets said, "Kyrie, <laughs> I think you've been delivered. <laughs> Come on back." <laughs> <laughs> Went to the press conference. Boy, Kyrie sure has changed. <laughs> Hit Kyrie with the you up text. Yeah, now nah, they they need we need to go uh we need to have that joint on 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 ABC. Like I said though, last night was national TV ish. I watched it on NBC. <laughs> you you didn't have a choice. Well, I mean, if you were in Connecticut, you could have watched it though. What? I don't get it. They, it's not televised on NBA TV here. Oh. Okay, it's blacked out. I didn't even here. know that. I, I I was watching the Lakers because I thought I had to watch NBA TV. I was like, "There's really no pre-show or anything." I went over. Oh, NBC, it's right there. I'm gonna watch that. And they went. Well, I, I don't know what they do on the streaming services, but on the on the, I, I'm sure it's blacked. Yeah, out. it's yeah, blacked sure out. It's you got to watch out. here. But like I said, if you were in Connecticut, you would have Kings right be, there. I don't no wanna, league pass. You need them. I don't national be, TV. I don't want to be in Connecticut. <laughs> uh, I want to talk to Patrick though. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Patrick, we appreciate you, man. What's going on, Kenny? I'll take those tickets, uh, boys to men. I didn't have them. Damien has them. He's the big baller. My bad. My bad. Uh, you got to get rid of those. Let me know. <laughs> Two couple couple quick points. It, it's five against eight last night. Mm. Five against eight, and unbelievable how well, like as a fan. To see them come back at the end, hit those free throws, what a game. So, yeah. and you guys have been covering it, but I mean, it's five against eight, and it reminds me of the early 2000s, to be honest. So, maybe we get a couple all stars and things will kind of change there. Yeah, it's a good. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. It, I mean, it's, it's a, I'll take it off here on that end, but, and then we've got to talk about David for, or Derek for a second. Mm. I, there's going to be suitors. Like, let's, they're just going to start lining up, and there, there won't be a ton. But the Jets, Atlanta, the Saints—I mean, they're gonna—they're gonna come. Mm. And as a fan, like I'm a fan, been a fan of the Raiders a long time. It's hard to see them treat, you know, a guy like Derek, who last year through what he was a 68 percenter. This year he's 60. He's got more picks. Like, is that really on him? I mean, he's not playing defense, and he's definitely, definitely not calling the plays. So. It's tough as as a Raider fan, and I'm, you know, I may be speaking from a a small perspective, but it's tough to see how they did him. And if I was him, like, just let me go. It's all good. Yeah, it it, it, it looks like that's the direction. Patrick, we appreciate you, man. Um, I do feel for Derek. I I I actually like Derek Carr, and I do think he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I you you you. I thought you brought up a great point yesterday. He's played for a long line of crappy coaches. And the unique thing about Derek Carr is he's played for a long line of crappy coaches that all of their friends on television will tell you that they're not crappy. (laughs) John Gruden is the most overrated coach probably in the history of the NFL. Josh McDaniels is getting his final opportunity to be a head coach, and he better pull the nose up on this thing. Mm -hmm. Jack Del Rio had a fine run as an NFL coach that was over by the time he got to Oakland. Mm -hmm. And those are – and and – Rich Basaccia, who they didn't even give an opportunity to be the head coach because they wanted to make a splash. Literally the best coach they had. And they made a splash in Josh McDaniels. How's that working out? Mm. Mm. They, they keep hiring these freaking New England Patriot coaches. The next New England Patriot coach that works will be the first. Well, Do again, not throw Mike Vrabel into this conversation. you got to say it because people will be trying to he, throw that he in was there. Not a, he was not a New England Patriot coach or a mm. Bill Belichick coach. No. You know, the the other thing that I thought about with how they did this um, with Derek Carr, I talked a little bit about on J Street Vibes. Maybe it was the pre-show with J Street Vibes. But um, how how about a terrible job of reading the room if you're Mark Davis and the Raiders? Because you do this to Derek Carr, 
and give yourself a very small chance to win in what amounts to the rivalry game of your season. You're going to do this to your fans? Like, there's yeah. there's a lot of Raider fans yeah. that have gone through this whole season, and if they are to beat the 49ers, I'm super happy. Like, it's a rivalry game. It's like college. I was watching the thing with Ohio State in the college football playoff or whatever, and Ryan Day was saying, hey, every year we play to win one game. That's to beat Michigan. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, Ryan Day's not doing a good job. He, he's he's not. He's not. Uh, Jim Harbaugh doing what he's doing, backhand him like he do every year. But that's neither here nor there. Well, that that is accurate. I can't argue it. <laughs> Harbaugh is backhanding Ryan Day. Like it's, it's so far, it's the only Ohio State coach he can beat. <laughs> well, I mean, keep Ryan Day employed. Give him an extension. Apparently, yeah, apparently another uh, college football playoff appearance. Give him an extension. You know, do do what you got to do uh, in Columbus, but. Why not let Derek Carr play one more game? This has become the biggest game of your season now. Give your fans that. Give them the best chance they, they don't can possibly care. The Raiders have. don't care about their fans. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't read the room. That's, that's the, that's, but it's not even the room. It's the fierce loyalty of that fan base. Mm. They put up with – look at what they put up with. I was I, – I'm not a Raider fan. I was offended like by their approach to this whole move. Until I realized a large percentage, some apps absolutely were, but a very large percentage of Raider fan weren't. Mm. They didn't care they left no, Oakland they and went to Vegas. They're used to this team moving. Yeah. You almost expect it at this point. Yeah. They don't care what their fan base thinks or wants. Yeah. And there's a like, and what what's it matter if there's eighty percent San Francisco like Forty Nine er fans there on on Sunday? Like, the, Raiders Raiders are going to get booed by what five thousand people. Hmm. 5,000 of the 60,000 that are there? Ain't going to matter. Vivid Seats reporting 60% 49er fans uh, supposed to be at Allegiant Stadium. You know, uh, I feel bad for uh, all Raider fans except for the lady that was yelling at the young man. Oh, yeah, I don't give a damn about her. I like how the story ended, though. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I like that 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 got put on. It's it's you know every once in a while the good of social media can pop out, and that video got out there. It went viral. Robert Kraft got a hold of it and invited that young man to 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 sit next to him at a football and, game. And I'm not even gonna lie, maybe I'm Mike Malone petty for this, but where's she at? Like, why why can't we find her? Well, I mean, she just, she made an ass of herself in front of the entire world. I, I don't. What, what do you want to do with her? I need her Twitter to be like that was embarrassing, lady. Uh, I, I would love her Twitter. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I, yeah. I don't need her on. Good morning, America. Just just give me her Twitter. <laughs> oh, she will be. <laughs> that video ruined my life. <laughs> like, the, like the Karen at Central Park. That video ruined my life. Oh, I was just really excited because my team won. I was just doing what the rest of the Raider fans were doing. <laughs> That's exactly what would sound like. And they sure as hell wouldn't be having her sitting across from Robin Roberts. Oh, no, Robin, Robin would be looking at it like. <laughs> Child, please. Sure What's your had, name again? Yeah, What's your name? Spell it yeah. so, so we all know it. What's your handle? <laughs> Give us your Twitter handle and your IG handle. Um, we'll come back. We are closing out this year uh, in tremendous fashion, man. We're sorry Matt George can't join us today, but we're thrilled uh, that Kyle Matson is going to jump on a day early, and we'll talk uh, 49ers with him. We'll talk Raiders with him. He's been talking all day. He was hosting the morning show over at 95.7 The Game, mm. uh, but he's kind enough to join us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leaders. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D'Lo and KC. D'Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320. Easy, chill, chill, easy, chill. Lizzy talking about open the box. <laughs> did we put Vince McMahon in the box? I think we might. Did, Jesse, did we put him? Yeah, we put Vince him is in the box. box. Damn. Right. Lizzy talking about open the box. <laughs> I, okay. I'm not going to stall out Vince McMahon, especially, especially since he's got like, uh, like seven sexual harassment oh things goodness. out there or whatever uh, it might be. Uh, it, it is a weird dynamic. I, I, I hope people understand what I'm saying. Like there, there are stories I want to hear from people that, like, aren't the greatest. I think people. you can hear Robert's story on his new album. I'm not going to hear that story. Oh, man. A, I, <laughs> I'm not going to hear that I'm story. I'm anxious to see what's going on with our man Kyle Matson. It's it's quite a quite a camera view over there from from Kyle. What's up, buddy? The spotlight is on him. Is this bad? No, I like it. It's 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 got it's it's got strong. We're talking about Undertaker. Like this got <laughs> strong Undertaker vibes right here. I like it. I can make it better. No, I like it. Oh, damn. No, I, I I like this look. You don't have okay. to. You can't, you can't. Don't mess with perfection. He got. He's got a little. Um, a little. Uh, what's my man's name? Um, uh, let us in. Not not the Bray? fiend, but yeah, a little Bray going on. Little, yeah, a little hey, Bray White vibe. That's fine. I, I know. I know. We're uh, here. Kyle's a. Uh, I know what all this means. Big. Sure. I know Kyle's a big Bray Wyatt fan. Just, just, totally. He is a big Undertaker. And they fan. just kind of said he's here, and then they don't know what to do with that. Now. Yeah, they don't know what to do with him now. Um, we are uh, thrilled to welcome in and close out 2022 with one of our our very good friends pulling double duty today, uh, fresh off his hosting gig at the uh, uh, morning show, uh, filling in for the morning roast over at 95.7 The Game uh, in San Francisco. The other half of the Candlestick Chronicles podcast. Our guy, Kyle Matson. Hey, hey, What's up, guys. Let's 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 do a couple of NBA things first before we dive right. into. Uh, so, oh, tie your own questions off the bat. Let's go. <laughs> how how are the Warriors like surviving this? Tie your own, baby. This is this is crazy. I can't stand that. They're winning games <laughs> wow. like they. They're winning games like they shouldn't be. So, all right, so here's the deal. The Grizzlies are a clown show. Let's keep it a buck. The Grizzlies stink. The Grizzlies don't stink. Settle down. The Grizzlies are the number one The Grizzlies are a clown show. They are a clown show, but they don't stink. And also. No, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, look, and also, we didn't get to this all week. It's just been a busy three days. But all I'm going to say is I don't want to hear Clay Thompson crying no more when somebody says he's too old. When he goes three of seventeen from the field, because he don't have no problem opening his mouth and talking when things no. are going good. No. So I don't want to hear him crying no more. If he can do that, do you know why? Do you know why Clay gets upset? Because people are right, and he knows it. <laughs> like that's why he gets mad. I love Clay to death. He's 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 been great, but he just doesn't have it the way he used to have it, and he's I think he's slowly coming to terms with that. But yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of like seven for twenty-five nights from Ooh. him, and I mean, that's just kind of what it is. But he can still turn it on defensively when he needs to, and that's what that's what the Dubs need. That was a great uh, moment for him and Warrior fans uh, across the nation on Christmas Day when I, I'm sure they love oh. uh, giving Dylan Brooks the business. <laughs> yeah, I'm so when I said the Grizzlies thing, I don't mean that. In fact, I love that they talk as much trash as they do because I just think it makes uh. the league fun. Uh, like, like it, it, you get, you have to win something eventually. That's but it. right now, that's it. 
Yeah, and don't right talk now, about dynasty. What, like, don't <laughs> like. Don't do that's that. it. That's why I call him a cloud shot. And plus, don't it's like that. Dylan Brooks popping off like that. Do you know what I think of Dylan Brooks as a player? Whenever he winds up shooting the basketball, I'm like, that's a great defensive possession. Good work, everybody. <laughs> and he talks more than everybody, anybody on that team. But no, Jaw's great, and I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is really good. I think Desmond Bain is like super underrated. Um, they're they're obviously great, and it was a really nice win for the Warriors. I just think the Warriors like. They got up for that game in a way that I don't think the Grizzlies were ready for. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to toss their jerseys on the court and think they could win, and that was not the case. That's like three but straight, yeah. though, for Golden yeah. State, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they won three in a row. Well, okay, so they had the the emotional edge against the Grizzlies, and I think I literally I think I think Memphis thought they were going to, like I said, toss their jerseys on the court and win. They got punched in the mouth and just never never got the game under control, and that you know that happens. And then Charlotte's not good. And oh. and then Utah last night, they just couldn't make a shot down the stretch. I think they went one for twelve from three in the third quarter or Damn. in the fourth quarter. Damn. And uh Draymond, I, I know how you guys feel on Draymond, but I don't know how closely you guys watch because Sacramento was in the middle of their own incredible game last yes. night. <laughs> but but Draymond had a stretch in the last three minutes of the of the fourth quarter that was just like like unbelievable defensively mm-hmm. just blocking shots altering shots grabbing rebounds pushing the break he was he was terrific so and he's yeah, been man. pretty good these last it wasn't just last night like he's had a good stretch of basketball mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. it's been nice to see because it was for so long it was like if steph's not on the court draymond's useless mm-hmm. like right. just sit like just don't even <laughs> don't he, don't come give us your three four and two like we don't like go, he's, he's useless go if he's even available right, right. <laughs> wouldn't even play right I right exactly he that stuff to heart you know and and i i said um i said after steph got hurt in indiana and then they played philly i think it was mm-hmm. i said i was disappointed in draymond green for Sorry. sitting out so when he, he was out with hurt feelings he got, yeah and it was like yeah, come on got, bro he got I, like, teed I, up like four minutes after steph Got hurt, uh, and and I look for everything. Ejected. Everything that I I say, Draymond, I do respect um, the way he competes. I think he sure. he really does compete, and so many times for him to pull that card of oh Steph isn't here, so now my back hurts or something. I was like I, that's that's disappointing and that's whack for Draymond. And like I said, I don't know if he hurt that or not because he hasn't sat since. And like you said, Kyle, he's been playing solid basketball. And they needed it. If he hasn't, if he's not like that's part of the reason they're winning. He stepped up. Jordan Poole's starting to figure it out. But no, like Jonathan Kaminga is just figuring out how to play in the NBA. I was joking about Ty Jerome earlier, but he's legitimately been been like good for them the last couple games. Mm. Dante DiVincenzo's been knocking down shots, and when he's not, he's distributing and rebounding. They're just they're playing good basketball right now. I don't think they're going to win a championship like this. <laughs> they have to get a lot better, and Steph and Wiggins need to be healthy. But hey, no, they've been good. Hey, back to the Grizzlies real quick. So, so part of part of the thing for me, and you know, I love all my people. You know, I love the Kyle Madsons. I love the Butcher Boys. I love, uh, you know, my man Bonte Hill, Guru. I love all my people over there. But uh, I can't stand the Warriors. And when Clay was Clay was doing what he was doing on Christmas Day, but he was doing it to the Memphis Grizzlies. I was like, I, I can't even be mad because I don't really like oh, yeah. Memphis. Memphis be running their mouth. John Morant comes out talking about, I ain't worried about nobody in the West. And they proceed to get smacked by the Stephless Warriors. And then they just, I watched the game the other day against Phoenix. They just got punked by, by Phoenix yeah. at home. Hey, you're running their mouth. I don't really like Memphis either, to be honest with you. Di- I don't know Dylan who Brooks. I like, to be honest with you. Giannis. That's about it. Giannis, the Knicks, and the Kings. That's it. Giannis is crazy. In that order. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the thing with with Dylan Brooks specifically is well two things one when the Warriors like clap back people are always like oh this is Grizzlies fans specifically are like this is weird rent free like no this is called smack talking <laughs> like this is what happens when <laughs> you talk people are going to talk back and then Dylan Brooks saying that he feels like they freeze up when people talk back is insane <laughs> that is a wild thing to say and admit but anyways, really nice playing for the Kings last night. My timeline was funny on Twitter because I've got Warriors fans while the dubs are coming back. They were like 12 down or whatever in the third quarter, and they just kind of started chipping away and getting a shot here and a stop there. It, watching Warriors fans like, oh, freaking out. And then I've got Kings fans also because I follow a bunch of you guys also freaking out because they were coming back from whatever it was 19 down against the nuggets was yeah. uh that was fun that was a fun night to be on the internet yeah that was a it was a stellar fourth quarter uh at the golden one center for sure led by uh De'Aaron fox and and malik monk and 
uh, DeMontis Simonis, two of those guys are going to be all stars this year. Yeah. Uh, if 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 Should all be. is done properly, uh, uh, did you? <laughs> I'm sure you caught it this morning or 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 late last night. Did you see the Zion Williamson stuff? Did you see how that game ended? No, I didn't see any of it. Oh, Zion, Zion well, ripped with forty three, career high, the 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 go ahead, and had uh, D'Angelo Russell all in his feelings talking about he's a football <laughs> player while we're all trying to play basketball. Just he just <laughs> obliterated them. And I, you know, I brought this up earlier. We never really dove into it. Some people who cover this sport forgot about Zion Williamson. And they were willing to say he's injury prone and he's never going to be this and he's never going to be that. And this season has been nothing but an absolute reminder. Dude is bad. Like bad, bad. He's a problem. He's he's, he's ridiculous. Problem. Like he is a he is a one of one. Yeah. Hey, is any team ever speaking of D'Angelo Russell? Has any team ever gone from like, wow, really good vibes to the worst vibes? That quickly? No. no it felt like they want to. They want to. They got to the playoffs last year, and it's like, oh, here come the Timberwolves. Like, watch out. Right. And then they make the Rudy Gobert trade, and it's they're what like zero and ten in their last ten. They they <laughs> have uh they have me and Damian's like one of our favorite young guys, Anthony Edwards. That's our guy, Ant Man, and he can't even save this train wreck that is Minnesota. Anthony Edwards belongs on the Grizzlies. <laughs> And I mean that, that in the sense. best way possible. No, I know exactly yeah. what you mean, and it makes perfect <laughs> sense. God, no, I hope like, not ever. Because I, look, I know we don't like the Grizzlies. That man go there, they ain't never losing. <laughs> John, Anthony, and, Anthony Edwards for Dylan Brooks and some picks, and they'd like, be no. annoying as hell. Oh, they'd be the they they they'd be they'd be all first team annoying every day, oh, every man. year. All first team annoying. Fun, yeah. Oh, they'd absolutely. Uh, they'd absolutely be fun. Uh, let's shift gears to the. Yeah, well, some people say we're annoying. Well, you, no, you are. You are some annoying. Say we're and, annoying is and, no. I'm talking about not us, not me and you. David you said who gears. is we? No, I'm talking <laughs> you, you. No, I'm. I know what you're. I know you're talking about 49ers. I'm talking about you because I ain't never heard another 49ers fan go. We should have 11 championships, not five. Kyle knows. Kyle, stop. Tell this man Niners should have. Look, ten, ten, like. No. They should have 10. The Roger Craig fumble, that's one. All right, we already know what okay. it is. Like, they should have won that Super Bowl. Okay. Um, they should have had at least one of the hardball years where you talk about Kyle Williams fumble or not running it in at the four with Frank Gore, whatever, or Richard Sherman tip against the, the Seahawks. We know what that is. Okay. Um, they should have had another one in 19. They should have won that game. All right, that, that was that was all their fault. They didn't handle business. Um, they lost, though. Oh, I'm just. I, I'm not counting this it is, as a Super Bowl. People, I'm saying they should this have is had. Why that. people find you annoying? Come on, man. They should have had that shit, man. You know what it is. Because once you once you share this with your whole 49ers universe, oh yeah, yo, Casey's right. And y'all gonna y'all gonna be like the Grizzlies of NFL fan base. Look, I could make the argument if Garrison Hurst doesn't twist his ankle into a pretzel on that oh, stupid turf in Atlanta, they were ready to go to the championship as well. They only lost that game. I said the Falcons made it to the to the Super Bowl. Niners, come on, man. Now I'm up to nine already. I ain't even really dug deep into it. Okay. Come on, man. <sighs> In any of last year, last year, Jaguaski Tart dropped la- the interception. Last year is one of them. There's ten. We would have beat the Bengals. Casey's got a point. We beat the Bengals in the regular season on the road. I love awesome. retroactive trash talk to games that you lost. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying that's wild. If, if we're having a real conversation, we should be at about 10. We're only at five. We're only at five. All right, whatever. But we should be at about 10. And I just want to be clear for people who are listening. We may even be tuning in for the first time. This isn't a bit. Like, he's not being funny. He's dead freaking serious. Bro, the he giant... believes the 49ers should have 11 Super Bowl titles. Kyle. And he's damn near made 11 rings for him. Kyle, the Giants didn't score a touchdown in that NFC Championship game. They had the, yeah. the Niners had the lead with like one twenty left. Roger Craig fumbles as they're running out the clock. Come on, man! They were going for three straight. I love the idea of Cincinnati's version of KC right now. Like, <laughs> and if you take away the John Taylor touchdown, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> and the Denver Broncos, if you take away those eight touchdowns that Joe Montana threw, we would have beat them. Would have been nothing. Would have been absolutely nothing. Um, they score 40 fewer points. We're right in that game. <laughs> We're right in it. Uh, this game was once, man, when the schedule came out, 
Holy crap, we were looking at this Week 17 game, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Las Vegas Raiders, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, playoff seating on the line, maybe bye weeks in question. Uh, Instead, uh, we get... Uh, Jarrett Stidham starting for the Las Vegas Raiders with Derek Carr uh, taking his smile and going home. And Brock Purdy. Don't don't say his name like that. Well, he's not Trey Lance. He's not even Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the third. I remember us having conversations before the season started about Brock Purdy. And I thought, well, this is the last time we're ever going to mention Brock Purdy's name, so let's just reference who they decided to keep as the third-string quarterback. But here we are, and he, I mean, he's playing incredible. It's really wild. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> honestly, up until last week, this game would have had playoff implications, and it technically, like, technically still does. That's why the right. Derek Carr move is so yeah. nuts. Right, yeah. Usually you see coaches like, well, we're still in it until we're not. Like, we got, we got a game <laughs> to win this week, and then we're going to just go forward from there. We probably... And they just went, nah. Josh McDaniels is like, we're done. We're cooked. We're done. <laughs> we need who to beat who? Yeah, nah, no chance. <laughs> no, I just, I, um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild just kind of the, the path these two teams took to get here. And if you said before the year it was Brock Purdy against Jarrett Stidham in this game, it would have been like, wow, both teams are just a disaster. Mm-hmm. And, man, the Raiders, like, that's the thing about the Raiders is crazy. They're six and nine. And they've blown what two seventeen point leads this Three. year? Three? Oh yeah. I thought like it was multiple four. Digi- yeah, a lot of them. Multiple double digit leads. Like this is uh, they're not bad in the typical like standard of a bad team. No. I, I feel like they're poorly coached. Yeah. <laughs> and well. and now they're getting Derek Carr out of there to to buy themselves some some time as a coaching staff. Yeah. I am just really glad that we did not as a family you got Raiders and Niner fans kind of all over the place here. And I'm really glad we as a family did not decide to go because that would have been a lot of money and Vegas on New Year's Eve to go watch whatever this is. And oh, you probably no. would have purchased Southwest flights. Yeah. Ooh, that would have been a killer. That's a good point. I'd have I, was, been driving. I was right there on the, the app yeah. talking about, damn, I could leave at 6.35 a.m. on New Year's Day, get back on 11, 15 p.m., on New Year's Day, be right. Just get in and get out. That would not have happened. But you um, guys, I I know you guys are balling because you guys take Southwest to Vegas and not Spirit, like the well, rest of us. Well, the crazy thing about it, when I looked, no, I really looked, and they're like seventy five dollars each way to yeah. go. It's cheap. Wait till next week when it's fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> <I> can't wait. <laughs> Boy, I'm be taking that Roadcaster everywhere I go because <laughs> I'm gonna be everywhere. <laughs> Buy two, get two free on Southwest <laughs> next month. <laughs> Kicking 2023 off with a bang. <laughs> but um, when you talk about this this 49ers team and where they're at, Damian was talking about it uh, earlier in the week about how Kyle Shanahan has done such a great job with managing all this stuff. And it, it feels like you always want to knock on wood with the, with the Niners because – the next injury is just right around the corner, it feels like. But it feels like not only has he done a great job, but now they're starting to get people back. Javon Kinlaw is back into the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Armstead seems to be a mainstay now You know, in this lineup. Debo practiced today. Uh, Elijah Mitchell should be coming back. They're starting to get even healthier. It's, I mean, Kyle, realistically, going into the playoffs, are the, can you make the argument, or are they the best team in the NFC? No, because the Eagles are in the NFC. Are we doing like that because of the Eagles record, though? No, we're doing that because the Eagles are good. Are they better than the 49ers? <laughs> yeah, I think I, – I think, I, With a healthy Jalen Hurts. Yeah, may, like may, it's a hard maybe. Mm. And the Niners will probably have to go to Philly. And now you have a rookie quarterback playing in the NFC title game in Philadelphia. Like, it's just that – it, the Eagles, I don't want to downplay it like, like yeah, the Niners are going to definitely go to the Super Bowl. Like, they could. They mm-hmm. they definitely could. But the Eagles are the Eagles are legit. This is not a, like, phantom 13-2 and two they've gotten to. They're not the Steelers um, <laughs> of a few years ago. No, like that. That's yeah. a great example. Like, yeah, that's the same schedule. So, but to your point, Kenny, 
we were talking to Warren Sharp, football analyst, Sharp football stats. He's 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 really smart guy. And he was talking about the 49ers a few weeks ago, and he's like, what you do the first eight weeks of the season doesn't matter. It's what you do going into December and through December that is more indicative of, of what you're going to look like in the postseason. And I think the Niners are a great example of that because they were three and four through seven weeks, and then they beat the Rams in week eight, and they go into their bye at four and four, and they haven't lost since. And they're just playing really good football right now. And I think even as recently as two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, it would have been like, yeah, I don't know. I've got to see more. But with Brock Purdy playing the way he's playing in their defense, like you said, getting healthier and playing at the level that it's playing at, I don't see any reason they can't beat anyone. I, you know, it, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, okay, well, that team for sure, no. Like, I, I, I bet they'd love to get another crack at Kansas City. Kansas City mm. beat the hell out of them. Yeah. But if they play him again, they're probably not hanging up 44. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm I'm fascinated to see because Brock Purdy's checked all the boxes for me in the regular season. I have nothing left. Like, cool, man. You, you, you've done it. But what does it look like in the postseason? What does it look like in the postseason that they get down 10? What does it look like on the road in the playoffs? Like, it's just a little bit different animal. So I, I'm endlessly fascinated by them. And if you told me they went in and beat Philly, it wouldn't, it wouldn't floor me. The 49ers, I think that was like Halloween weekend when they played the Rams. Or actually, I'll go back further. And then when they played the Chiefs, that was like October 23rd or something mm-hmm. like that. They didn't That's lose right. the rest of the year. <laughs> they didn't lose the uh, they lost on October twenty third and did not lose the rest of twenty twenty two. I would that's, have never well, okay. that. That's one of the things that so if that's the case, if you wanna if you wanna like go to the hypothetical where they win they win the Super Bowl. That would mean and then you're assuming they don't lose to the Raiders or the well, Cardinals. That means they go fourteen and zero. That's crazy. I was but I was like, literally talking about the calendar year. Like they're playing the Raiders on oh oh, oh I see I see yeah. they didn't lose the rest of twenty twenty two after that that's yeah that's crazy. it's hard to do it's really hard <laughs> it's to do. it's weird that you're doing that and and I just want to for the for 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 those that are listening send your frustration regarding his take on the Eagles to Kenny because I respect the Eagles it's weird that you're enamored with how many games they run in a row but you're so willing to crap on what the Eagles have done this year I don't crap on what the Eagles did you kind of do no the Eagles are number one in my power rankings <laughs> okay well that's fine <laughs> I don't crap on that it took just, you a while to get what, what I what I say is um you know people are really quick to say no the Eagles are best team in football and they might be but right now today are we saying that because of their record, which is fair if that's what we're doing it for, or are we saying it because we really think they're better than the 49ers today? Is the best – sorry, Kyle, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? Is the best team in football the team the same as the team that's playing the best right now? It's not always the same. I, I don't – you know, it, it, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I think with the with the Eagles, it's like, why not both? Like the, the uh, Cowboys at the division game with their backup quarterback – Cowboys you know, and the Eagles are really, really good. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not shading them at yeah. all. They're, they're legit. They're the truth. I, I just like they, they are, they are so good. And yeah, the Niners are playing great right now too. It's just Philly is not only playing great right now; they've also played great all, you know, 17 weeks or whatever it's been. So, uh, and they're two losses division games, which are always, always and, strange. And I said this to uh, to your partner Chris Biederman earlier. I. I that and and I guess just because of when it happened, I thought that win against the the Durs, I thought that was a, I thought that was a sneaky good win. Shout out Nick Wagner for that. Like I I, I thought that was a yo the 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 Commander football team is fighting to stay in this playoff picture, and walked into San Francisco and just just got their ass kicked. They had com- they comfortably had a top. 10 defense going into going into to last week and there were smart football people who would tell you they had a top five defense but let's say top 10 just for the sake of not overselling it they hadn't given up 25 more than 25 points in a game since week two and the Niners hung 30 on them in the second half Mm -hmm. without scoring touchdowns on their turnovers by the way the two turnovers late they kicked field goals on I mean they just they I, I I was shocked at how well they moved the ball both on the ground and in the air against against a very good Washington defense. I just don't know that, it, and and I and I pointed that out to just say I don't know that anyone's playing football right now better than San Francisco is. Well, 
Yeah. I uh, mean, Washington, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I said this when we did That's our great. power rankings, like yeah. Kansas City, San Francisco, Philadelphia, they're separated by a, a BCS computer point. <laughs> For those that are old enough to remember that, like it's it's separated by a fraction like there. Those are three great, great football teams. But I just feel like every time I watch the 49ers, I'm walking away more impressed than I was the week before. Yeah, yeah I think there's something to that. I also if you're going to talk about teams playing really well right now, I don't think you can discount the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals are balling. Yeah. Damien does really discount well. the Bengals. I do. And I don't know why. Like, okay. I just I don't oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't. It's because Zach Taylor stinks. I can't. Does wow. he? I don't think. Does he? I don't know. I can't wrap. My, I can't wrap my arms around them. Like I, 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 I like Joe Burrow a lot. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Like him, yeah. I, it's just. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I, I. just. Maybe it's. Maybe what it boils down to is I don't believe they'll get it done in the postseason. Hmm. So I'm not latching anything onto them now. Like if I were to look at teams getting it done in the postseason, I would think Buffalo before I thought Cincinnati, and I would think Kansas City before I thought either one of them. Mm. So I think I think part of the issue for you, Damian, with, with the Bengals is their Super Bowl run last year was so shaky. Mm. Like the Raiders, they needed a goal line stand against the Raiders to beat them. They took nine sacks against the Titans and needed three Ryan Tannehill interceptions to beat them. They needed, you know, you can quibble with whether Kansas City didn't play well or the Bengals forced them into not playing well in the second half of that game, but they were losing at halftime sure. of the AFC title game. And then, you know, they go on and lose the Super Bowl. So I could see where it's tough to envision them replicating that run, but they're just, they're playing really well. And they have very good defense. They got weapons on all over the place on offense. Yeah. I think Joe Burrow's a gangster. That's one of the <laughs> downsides to getting stuck on the red zone channel so often is you often don't see, like I'm, I'm not tuning in to see Cincinnati's defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the value mm. of that. That that actually is the value of Sunday ticket. <laughs> like like yeah, you can or, or or going back and watching on whatever the, the plus, NFL's thing the is. Yeah, there, yeah, go back and, and and watching there, which is something that I just haven't done with Cincinnati. Well, you got condensed show. condensed games on NFL Plus are oh, the yeah, best. You watch a whole really football good. game in thirty oh, minutes. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're really good. You get a chance to see them on Monday night. That's a big game. Bengals Bills on Monday night yeah. football in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Hey, now that Cowboys I've, now that I've laid out my right. Bengals take, they're yeah. going to lose by like thirty to the Bills. I think it's going to get small. I'm not sold on the Bills. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I think they're good. I think they're capable. And I was talking to my homeboy Allen yesterday, and you laid out the scenario that they stick in the number one seed, and you got to go to um, Buffalo where they had to like dig their cars out of snow mm-hmm. when they came back. Like if you got to take that route to to knock off Buffalo, that's that might be a little tough. But I don't know something about Buffalo. I'm not. I think. I think there's something missing with them right now. Josh Allen's a little turnover prone. Mm. Like for every three incredible plays he makes, there's one that's like, hmm, that was a weird throw. It's a bad decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Nothing. I want to ask you. Back to the 49ers. Mm. And you're the best you can, because I don't know if anybody has the answer for this, but the best you can. Why are they so damn explosive on offense now with their third string quarterback? And they were struggling to get 20 points with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. I I think it's because Brock Purdy's ability to hang out in the pocket and to move around and to extend plays opens up throws that Jimmy Garoppolo just didn't have available to him. Mm. Like the the 54-yard touchdown against the Seahawks where Purdy like stepped up through the pocket and then rolls out left. Mm. Like that's probably a play that Garoppolo is just getting rid of it to McCaffrey and, and living to fight another down. That was the play where he went. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that one. Yeah, no, we talked about that extensively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah it just repeatedly just over and over and over again <laughs> for weeks now i wish you could have seen your face <laughs> no it, 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 i i think that's what it is like he just sees more areas of the field and garoppolo is like a point and shoot type of quarterback like okay first read every once in a while he'd get to his second one but it's it's a lot a lot more out of structure stuff mm-hmm. where a guy like george kittle like he's just hard to cover if you've got a linebacker running with them or whatever, that's just you're not going to cover him for the length of the field. Mm-hmm. And I just I, that's what I think is we're seeing happening. Is this Kyle Shanahan's best coaching job? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> any any coach that is down to his third string quarterback and is just producing an awesome offense. Yeah. And not letting the train derail at three and four after getting smoked forty four to twenty three, or what whatever it was like seventy two to to thirty seven in two weeks. Yeah. Like they were bad those two games against the Falcons and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's it's been really impressive, and that's one of the things that Shanahan's been really good at. Like for for all of his flaws as a coach, I I, I just with play calling and decision making and stuff. I think his ability to not lose locker rooms. Uh, that was really the case in 17 and 18 and, and in 20 it was always impressive. And then this year was just kind of the extreme version of that where they get to three and four. Not only did they not get down, but they figured out how to start playing their best football despite some pretty significant adversity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really impressed with college. I'm not going to pound the table for him to win coach of the year because mm-hmm. that's, I, I know people aren't looking that intricately at the award, but um, if he if he won it, it would be well earned for sure. Nick Sirianni is winning it. Like yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. that's. I think that's probably sure. right. But what Kyle has done is just just incredible. I think I think one of the things that's been underrated with Kyle for his whole tenure with the 49ers. All Kyles are awesome. No, this is true. This is facts. Um, is they? I, I'm not going to go so far as to say oh they love Kyle. I don't know that, but I think. The, the guys in that locker room, year in and year out, respect the hell out of Kyle Shanahan. And I think that at the very least they like him. And there's never – this has been a long time coming with following the San Francisco 49ers, but there's never that I could think of been a locker room issue there. Never. Like while he's been there. Can you think any – even as crazy as Jimmy and Trey and all this other stuff was, it wasn't like – there was a damn near a mutiny in the locker room. The locker room has always stayed solid since he's been there. I think that's a testament to him. Yeah, at least publicly, for mm-hmm. sure. And like Debo doing his trade request, but then, you know, holding in and being at the facility and stuff while they got their contract done. Uh, Raheem Mostert requesting a trade and then the Niners figuring that out and getting him back. Yeah, I think the the whole culture in that building is just, just really, really strong right now. Joe Staley talked about that when he was on with us on, on Candlestick Chronicles, just how Kyle Shanahan, he didn't name names of, of other coaches, but said that Kyle Shanahan was like treats players like humans, <laughs> like like people, and not like as, I'm the coach, you're the player, that's the dynamic here, and that's it. It's much more of a like, we're homies, you've just got to listen to what I have to say mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you've been amazing all year, Kyle. We appreciate you, my friend. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, thank you for your tremendous work here uh, on the show, for being with us uh, every week, and obviously your great work over at 95.7, Niners Wire, uh, and Candlestick Chronicles, man. We look I, forward to another another amazing year together. Hey, hey seriously, oh, yeah. though, Kyle. Can't wait for next week. Kyle does a lot of, does a lot of work um, throughout the day, and fourth wall or whatever. He comes here every Friday out of just the goodness of his heart because he rocks with us. Kyle doesn't get paid a dollar. <laughs> Not a dollar, man. And he's here. <laughs> Him, Jason Jones, um, Joe Day, everybody that's on here. Chris, <laughs> Chris Biederman said no to money yeah. to be on with us. These guys, these guys come on this show Sorry, weekly Chris. and they come on, you know. <laughs> Make it up to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, they give us great content, great conversation. Um, they engage with the chatty house, all this other stuff, just because they rock with us and they rock with what we're doing. And Kyle, you're right here right now. I can't tell you how much we appreciate that, man, and 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 how much that means to us, man. Thank you. No, one, I, I'm not lying when I say it's like my favorite thing to do. Like of all the things I do work wise, this is this is the least thing that is like work. So you guys are the best. Well, we're looking forward to hanging out next weekend, man. Uh, and we're Can't looking wait. forward to uh, uh, another year of 49ers coverage. We appreciate you, my friend. Happy New yes, Year. Uh, light the beam? Dude, lighten it up. <laughs> if I, I'll let you know where I park. Excellent. 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 Pre- appreciate Pre-game. you, brother. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be great. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Madsen. Lighten the beam. Uh, he'll be here next weekend for 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 the Kings Lakers. Like the sophomore class. Yeah, well, what do you want from us? Uh, we said it yesterday. We'll say it again. Uh, reminder: We are off tomorrow. Uh, this is our last show of the year, and we are off on Monday. 
Uh, we'll be back with you uh, Tuesday at noon. Uh, again, for everyone who, who tunes in through the Odyssey app uh, for ESPN 1320 AM, 98.5 uh, FM HD, wherever you listen, if you're one of the, the, the million or so views that we've had over on, on YouTube and Twitch, uh, and even on Twitter, uh, we appreciate you. If you interact with the Chatty House and you just sit quietly, uh, we appreciate you. If you're on Twitter uh, and you interact with us, man, we we, we greatly, greatly appreciate you. Uh, thank you for uh, turning this show uh, into something truly special. Th- we, we say this all of the time. 12 to 4 is so much fun. There are elements to this job that can be a major, major headache. <laughs> but uh, we do this because you let us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're appreciative of that. KC, thank you for all your amazing work. Charlie can't hear us. Uh, Charlie deals with a lot of nonsense that he just shields from us. Uh, and as everybody listening knows, <laughs> Jesse holds this whole damn thing together. <laughs> <laughs> this show goes straight to hell if it's not for Jesse, which is why he's not allowed any time off. Uh, so we're headed out to Thursday night football. Have a great new year. Have a happy new year. Be safe, drink responsibly, and we will see you back here Tuesday at noon on Sacramento Sports Leader, because you made it that, ESPN 1320. Happy New Year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.